1: My name is Jack, and I'm here with my co host, Sochal, and this is a special episode. And today's topic is How was your trip to Seattle? How was your trip to Seattle? So, Sochal, how was your trip to Seattle, Washington, in the United States of America?
0: I had a great trip to Seattle, Washington. It's a beautiful city. The weather was actually really nice. Seattle is famous for being really rainy. For those of our podcast listeners who aren't aware, that area on the West Coast is known for having rainy weather almost year round. Yes. However, most of my trip, there were clear skies, beautiful weather, and a lot to see and do.
1: No. I saw the pictures that you posted on Facebook and it looked beautiful. There's lots of, uh, lots of water. So there's like the sea and a lot of grass. It's just a lot of green trees and things like that. Um, what, uh, where, where did you go to take those pictures? Like what were some of the interesting places that you visited in Seattle?
0: I mostly stayed in the downtown area, and I also went to al Beach. That's where I took some of the beautiful water pictures that you saw. I think a lot of the Pacific coast has a really beautiful color. And it's funny because if you go anywhere where there's a coast that's Pacific, it's the same way. Like Mm -hmm. when I moved to South Korea sun's coast is on the Pacific and the water was also a really beautiful blue color. Yes. Um but Seattle had a really beautiful water color. So I was mostly um on Alki Beach and in the downtown area. I took the ferry to Alki Beach which was really cool. <laughs> yeah. And um Yeah, I just walked along the boardwalk where you can see all sorts of things. There's the docks for the ferries, and there's also Ferris wheels. There's a lot of attractions, like a lot of shops and gift shops. If our viewers aren't aware what a gift shop is, it's where you usually go when you're a tourist to buy some like trinkets or some clothing to take home for people.
1: Right. Like souvenirs. Yeah. Yes,
0: souvenirs. Perfect. Yeah um yeah. so yeah and it was really cool because there were also a lot of cherry blossoms you know yeah. it felt a little like being in asia it's like weird <laughs> i would walk on the street and i would just hear people speaking korean or japanese and there were all these cherry blossoms and there was like a lot of um a lot of the cuisine that I ate when I was abroad was available. Like we had salmon sashimi and it was like actually good quality. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's like good quality sushi and there's a whole Asian market, several Asian markets. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. I think a really cool thing about the U.S. is it's so diverse, mm-hmm. which is kind of rare when you visit other places to see so many different like cultures and ethnicities represented in one small area.
1: Yes. I, I, I agree with you. It's so interesting when I go to the United States, it doesn't, it's not what is represented on television or movies. It's not Mm -hmm. just white people. It is every color of the rainbow. It's uh, every ethnicity, Um, But there is something about there is an American culture that I think is kind of something that everybody shares um, that assimilates in America. But also underneath that, you have all these different ethnicities and cultures and different foods. And so I guess maybe the choices are so many in America. Mm -hmm. That's what I like about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I could stay downtown and decide. And this is not just in Seattle, which is a big city, but in tiny, like I live in in a tiny city right now in the Midwest, Mm -hmm. and you can still pick whether you want to eat like Chinese food or Mediterranean food or Mexican food or Japanese food or Korean food that day. And it might not be the most authentic version, but you have the choice to have so many of these different cuisines. And as someone who's traveled, it's not that far off from the authentic version compared to what you would get in other countries. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: And I think just- foodies are too hard on on those restaurants.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> some people are really here's a good expression stuck up about food. It has to be exactly like mom made in Korea to be authentic and I don't agree with that idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's some things that like it since every country and region within a country and everything has its own unique palette. There Mm -hmm. are even some foods I'm going to hate myself for saying this because I, I like kind of hate people when they say that they prefer the Americanized version of a Mexican dish. I'm like, ah, God, you have no taste. But sometimes (laughs) I prefer like the Korean food I've had here. Like not always, but there are certain things that like, I feel like Korea has a certain, variety of spices they use in many of the same dishes over and over again and in the u.s there's just so much more access to different types of produce yeah so like if mix it up a little bit it's like it just gives you that variety i think
1: yeah i totally agree and actually i think this is kind of off topic but that's okay because that's uh the a to to z everything a to z um (laughs) the good thing about korean food abroad is that they will choose the best ingredients over the authentic ingredients. So what I mean is, like, they'll they'll use a, a really good carrot instead of a so-so, a you know, not so good onion or whatever, or spring onion or whatever is from Korea, the, uh, a radish right. or something. And so they'll substitute with really good produce. And so what you end up getting is a different dish. But it still has mm-hmm. the essence of the Korean dish, but it's something different. It's something new. It's kind of American Korean-American food, but it's yeah. it's definitely authentic because it's 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 made in the same with the same care and the same thought that a Korean dish would be made with. It's not just uh, it's not McDonald's, you know, Korean. If yeah, that makes sense.
0: It's often made by Korean immigrants. Um, with what they have available, right. They've adapted the dish with what they had available to make it the best possible dish they could. And they did a great job,
1: yeah and and, like <laughs> yeah. you said, sometimes you prefer that over the actual Korean dish, the one that you got in Korea. Yeah. and I think that's okay yeah. to say because i'm I'm the same way. I agree with you. um yeah, so, okay, that's not so
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: we got we got way <laughs> sidetracked into Korean food, um, but it's interesting. It's fun to talk about it. That'll be um,
0: another, um, we could do another beginner chat on that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we could do a whole beginner <laughs> chat on just Korean food. Um, last question about your trip to to Seattle. Did you go by yourself or did you go with a friend?
0: So I went by myself to see a friend who was having her baby shower. It's my first friend to get pregnant. I'm like, am I getting up there? Now? yeah, yeah, you are, are like getting yeah. engaged or married, or yeah. like I have one friend who's pregnant now, and it's like, oh, wow, it's it's weird, you know, yeah,
1: well, the weddings and pregnancies um, are good. The funerals are bad, so that's yes. when you that's when you've crossed the threshold. so.
0: There was a lady there who said she hadn't been to a baby shower in so long. When you get up to her age, you mostly just start going to funerals. <laughs> it
1: was like, right, right.
0: It was She's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I guess we're just in the beginning of life. So everyone's just like starting their new thing, whether it's like getting married or getting engaged or having a baby. And this yeah. was one of my best friends from college. And we were roommates for a number of years as well um and she was like hey it, i'm gonna have a baby shower it would mean a lot for me if you could come and um i knew a lot of her family wasn't going to be able to make it because they don't live there she moved to seattle recently
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um yeah i was like hey why not and uh i spent a lot of the time alone because she lived in a different area than where i stayed but man i had a great time yeah <laughs> Yeah, Maybe it
1: was like the perfect amount of time to be with your friend. You didn't have to lean on her too much. And she's got a lot on her plate already. She's busy. Yes. Yes. So probably you're like the perfect guest, you know, just.
0: Yeah, I I felt like it was great to stay in a separate like stay in a hostel versus staying with her because it's not like I had to they didn't feel like a pressure to entertain me or take me to see things. I don't think. And also she's pregnant, which just makes life hard. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, Well, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like the perfect trip. Um, If I'm not mistaken, I thought you mentioned in your Facebook that you were, you would like to live there. Is that? Yeah.
0: I'd like to do a work exchange. There's some work exchange programs where you can live there for like a couple months and feel it out. I think I'd want to feel it out first because while I really enjoyed my trip and everything there, there are some things that I think would make it hard to live there. There's a really huge homelessness problem, um, which is really sad. But it's also kind of I hope I don't sound like a jerk saying this. It's kind of scary um, because I hadn't seen this. I, think, I don't want to sound like a jerk. I just hadn't seen homeless people in a long time, really. Yeah. There aren't really that many homeless people in Korea. Would you agree with that, Jack?
1: No, I totally agree. Yeah. with. I would totally agree with you. I think the homelessness problem in, in Korea is much more related to mental illness. So they're yeah. homeless kind of by choice. And or they just they, they can't be convinced they not forward. to be homeless uh, and alcoholism. Yeah. But I think in America what we have is a systemic problem of homelessness that has a lot to do with, I mean, frankly, the, you know, the divide between the rich and the poor. So.
0: Yeah. That's and what in Mexico, there's not as much homelessness either while there are homeless people. Um, you can basically set up a shanty town on the outskirts of, of town. And while that's obviously not any means ideal, um it gives people a place to at least sleep. That's like consistent yeah. and stuff like that. And I feel I read once I was there. I was curious about it. I read a lot about how Seattle's poorer areas had been recently gentrified, which meant that the homelessness became a lot more visible and a lot more pervasive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and drug use is decriminalized, so you'll see a lot of of people on the streets in unfortunate situations, and it's just very difficult
1: to i saw the same thing in san francisco which is also on the west coast of the united states they have a big homelessness problem and seattle and portland and all the way up and down los angeles the west coast because i think the weather is milder so if you're sleeping on the street and you're you're you don't have a home you can you can survive there better in the midwest there's no way in in the world oh, that no. you would survive in iowa or minnesota you're dead in the winter yeah so yeah yeah all right well on that happy note <laughs> we will
0: <laughs> you get me every time
1: <laughs> <laughs> we will uh we'll finish the episode today uh today we talked about social's trip so if you want to support the show and and listen to our other episodes go to Go to a to z English That is a to z English podcast.com. And if you want to make a comment about this episode, you can send us an email at a to z English podcast at gmail.com. A to z English podcast at gmail.com. Join our WhatsApp group, become an active member, and you, I promise you, you will enjoy the experience because we have a wonderful WhatsApp group. So. All right, everybody. Thanks. And see you again. Bye bye. Bye.